Well, welcome to the next edition of Business Law Focus. It's an absolute pleasure to welcome Larisha or Lee Naidu to the show today. She's the newly appointed managing partner of Baker McKenzie in Johannesburg. Well, she'll be in the role from the 1st of July. Um, Lee, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. And of course, you are starting now as one of the few female uh, heads of, of companies. And of course, here we've got a multinational company. Maybe tell us a little bit about... Um, how you got here. Um, thank you, Evan. It's really, really wonderful to be here. Uh, thank you for that opportunity. Uh, and uh, thank you thank you for that question. Um, how I got to be here? Well, uh, indeed, I've been at Baker McKenzie for about eight years. Um, uh, it's been a privilege to be uh, um, a partner in this firm. Uh, uh, I am one of the organic uh, partners, in, a few organic partners in this firm, having subjected myself to um, uh, an international um, uh, promotion process. Uh, so very rigorous, um, very exacting, uh, but certainly wouldn't uh, have wanted it any other way. Um, really uh, one of the highlights of my career to have been appointed as a partner. Uh, in fact, uh, my family threw a huge party at the time. Uh, uh, and since then, uh, it's been uh, an incredible ride being on the Baker McKenzie uh, career trajectory. Been part of, of various leadership programs, um, a lift program uh, for, for high-performing female partners, um, has been uh, 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 various um, profile raising opportunities as well. Uh, so, 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 so really uh, great opportunities. Uh, I wonder whether your question was broader than than that, uh, Evan, and whether yeah. you, you want. No, that's 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 perfect. I mean, of course, the broader question, of course, is um, you know the stronger role that females are playing within the legal fraternity. Obviously, it was traditionally uh, male dominated at executive level, but that's changing, right? I've 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 seen so, and it's been incredibly heartening to see uh, in 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 the very recent past, actually. um, a, a number of law firms, uh, yeah, particularly yeah, in Johannesburg, have made have made that jump, um, and uh, I, I think it it, it, it sparks um, a trend uh, in, in 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 diversifying uh, leadership, um, uh, and hopefully in a way which is meaningful, uh, s- such that uh, leadership is not about tokenizing. Uh, particular mm-hmm. demographics, but ensuring uh, that there's a proper impact uh, and, and proper involvement uh, in, in, in making a difference. And of course, you started out as a human rights lawyer, and then you made the jump across to corporate law and, and of course, antitrust. Um, maybe just give us a quick uh, a brief uh, rundown of how that uh, just change happened in your life uh, from human rights to corporate um, yeah, thanks, Evan. I mean, it all starts uh, coming from a very uh, conscientized and very conscious uh, family uh, of, 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 of people that were very uh, activist. Uh, and it was always my intention uh, to enter into a human rights work. Uh, I started off uh, under the tutelage of uh, the Deputy Chief Justice at the time of the Constitutional Court, Tihang Moseneke, um, and it was always my intention to enter the NGO space. Um, it was uh, some very sage advice given to me at the time that I should uh, uh, perhaps uh, not see um, social my social conscience as being necessarily tied to uh, 
uh, the NGO space and that it could, you know, permeate spaces like the corporate world and I should mm-hmm. give it a go. And so I entered the corporate world um, thinking that I would do a you know, very finite stint uh, and, and then kind of enter back into NGO space uh, to do kind of more human rights and more um, uh, uh, social justice work. Um, I then happened upon this thing called uh, competition law, antitrust uh, law, and I, I found it an incredibly fascinating field of law and a good fit for me. Um, certainly uh, public interest uh, uh, underpinnings, um, you know, a very, very new um, developing area of law that uh, ultimately had at its end um, the economic transformation of the country, uh, very uniquely poised as, on one hand, um, a, 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 a legal, uh, very legally based, but on the other hand, very economically based uh, field of law. Um, and it just drew me into it even more. Uh, and since then, uh, I've been a, a passionate competition lawyer. Um, I find competition law to be uh, at the forefront of uh, national transformative uh, projects, the health of the economy, uh, very core to the everyday consumer um, and socioeconomic rights. And so uh, naturally I found uh, a space uh, for social justice, uh, for transformation uh, and for all the things that I wanted to do at the very beginning, uh, indeed within the corporate space. Yeah, that, that sounds like a great fit. And of course, competition law in the uh, headlines a lot lately, um, uh, some questions over, uh, you know, potential overreach, but certainly a dynamic uh, field. Uh, and maybe just on that point is, is you know, uh, the development of competition law in South Africa. Uh, what can we expect next, uh, just in your view, uh, from a competition law perspective or what needs to to be, um, you know, to be changed uh, to to make it a little bit more efficient. Yeah, I mean, it's a great it's a great question, and thanks for that, Evan. I mean, in what what's fascinating about being a Baker McKinsey lawyer is being able to plug into an incredible mm. network of, uh, of of international lawyers and 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 learning from um, a kind of comparative body of of antitrust lawyers around the world. And certainly, South Africa is um, a very unique jurisdiction in that it prioritizes public interest and is a thought leader and a and a front runner on this concept of public interest, so much so that sometimes uh, public interest can trump yep. uh, a, a pro-competitive deal uh, or a deal that is kind of almost in the interest of the economy. And indeed, I think where we are going to is a place where one needs to be balanced or at least caution caution uh, should be should should be should be taken around uh, the fact that we 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 should not uh, prioritize uh, public interest factors at the expense of the of of the economic mm. interests and the health of the economy there needs to be a fair balance between the two uh, in 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 order that we get it right so um uh, indeed your you know your overreach comment uh, is not without uh, uh, is not without uh, notice, and uh, 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 certainly uh, the authority is aware of it. But uh, uh, practitioners uh, have 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 uh, have also made made the call as well. Mm, yeah, definitely, the, the balancing act becomes so important. But the you know obviously getting competitive forces in action is, is is so important because of the jobs malaise that we're sitting with, the low growth malaise, and and so there's definitely. Um, 
a lot of questions around that and getting that engine room working. So, so thanks for that. No, that's fabulous. I, I just now need to just turn attention very briefly to succession at Baker McKenzie. Maybe you can tell us a bit about, I mean, I know you're head of the antitrust department. Uh, will you stay there? And then also, I just wanted to ask, I know, uh, the previous, uh, MD was Monet von Amerva. Um, he is moving on. Maybe just give us a sense of, um, of what transpired there. Yeah, sure. Um, thanks, Evan. I mean, uh, in terms of the antitrust team, yes, I, I will, uh, I will be double hatting. Uh, okay. um, I, conti- I continue to be a passionate antitrust mm-hmm. lawyer. Uh, part of my role will be continuing to practice, uh, uh in field and building up, uh, the, 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 the team. It's, it's an incredibly talented team and we continue to, to work both in relation to South African and African mandates and that will continue to be the case. Um, uh, in relation to to Mone van der Mava, uh, of course, um, he has indeed left uh, the business uh, to start uh, his own uh, outfit uh, along with others, uh, 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 other colleagues um, for his own reasons. We have set uh, up uh, since his departure a transitional mm. leadership team, which was highly successful uh, in transitioning. Uh, we've also set up, of course, a su- succession plan of yep. which uh, I am a part. Um, it is, of course, a diverse team uh, of people uh, and uh, certainly one where there are incredible synergies, uh, a great team of people where we, okay, we, we, we anticipate working together very, very closely uh, and can and 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 you know very confident that, that that the office will grow from strength to strength. Indeed, there are also um, uh, our colleagues from 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 other offices who continue to play a support role in the office uh, for for a period of time, and we're ever grateful to them for for that support as well. Yeah, and of course, as you mentioned, the international network. I know they have also been playing a role out of Luxembourg, and of course, good to see Johan Boertus, who's a regular contributor to business day law, um, also being promoted to the, the management side. So, so that certainly sounds, sounds very good. Just on that point, the legal industry is, there is a lot of movement at the moment. I mean, a lot of lawyers, um, are moving, um, which is, I suppose, part of the development and the evolution of, of a legal industry. It shows that it's, it's developing quite quickly. Um, there's this movement of lawyers and, um, you know, international law firms, uh, you know, being, getting more interested now, right? In, in South Africa and certainly the, the, the rest of Africa. That, that, that's not going to change anytime soon, right? No, I don't. I, I I don't think so. I mean, it's a great it's a great question, Evan. And I think that um, this Great Depression, uh, it, I, I, in in some ways, demonstrates the high qualities of of the lawyers that we cultivate uh, here in South Africa and Africa. We we see it as a as a um, as a consistent feature that's taking place throughout the industry. Um, um, and I hope that um, what it demonstrates is that uh, there are lawyers that are seeking to gain the international experience and exposure only to come back mm. uh, to to us with those skills. Um, what distinguishes, of course, Baker McKenzie uh, from perhaps other firms is that we've managed uh, to get people uh, to leave our office, to go to other offices within our Baker McKenzie network where they seek that international exposure and experience. And so these kind of internal secondments uh, help us to keep uh, within our, within, within our midst. And so uh, that, that's been particularly helpful. Mm. 
Okay, and then just lastly, um, your vision. Where do you want to go next, or what is next for Baker McKenzie under uh, Lee Naidu? I want to be able to cultivate a fairly egalitarian uh, space, and indeed that means, uh, of course, that it isn't necessarily my vision uh, that counts, but uh, the ability to, you know, inspire uh, a compelling shared vision uh, that I hope uh, is embraced not only uh, by by the people within our organization, but by our clients as well. Uh, and um, it really, Evan, is one that I hope uh, is built on a foundation of values, uh, values uh, that are not just uh, espoused, uh, but lived. Uh, a values-driven uh, culture is incredibly uh, important to me, and it is something that I hope will underpin everything that we do, um, including uh, collaboration with clients and building high-performance culture and teams, uh, and also, of course, encouraging social impact, social conscience, which is hugely a part of who I am. And then, you know, cultivating, uh, uh, indeed, this idea of the new lawyer. Um, uh, and, and, and what do I, what do I mean by that? Uh, you know, what do I, what do I think the future of law is? Well, it's this idea of, of the innovator. It's the idea of someone that oozes this passion, this dynamism, uh, this authenticity. Um, you know, the, the, the lawyer that's not afraid to be friends, to be, to have partnerships with clients and with, with, with others to do things differently, uh, to develop, you know, solutions, think outside the box. That's the type of, 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 of lawyers that we're trying to cultivate. That's, you know, diverse, uh, where there's inclusion. It's the, 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 the global, I think, uh, the global citizen, uh, and, and, and it's all underpinned by a values driven culture and an inspired culture. So that's really what, where we're trying to, to go. Uh, with this, with, with this new vision. Well, Lee, thanks very much for the time. Congratulations again. Certainly sounds like, uh, good things ahead and, um, and great chatting to you. Thanks for your insights as well on the, on the commercial law landscape and, and all the best for the future. Thanks very much. Really appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Evan.